I am Theodora, and you are listening to Spiritual Slut, the shameless podcast for a woman who are unapologetically sexual and spiritual. Spiritual Slut. <laughs> <laughs> Spiritual slut. Spiritual slut. Hello, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome to Spiritual Slut, the podcast. I am your host, Theodora, and joining me today is my guest, Sarah Rose D'Angelo. I hope I'm saying this right. Business coach and fellow podcaster. She has a show called Pleasurable Success, and she's here today to discuss the energetics of wealth the masculine and feminine polarities in business and creating through sexual energy and sensuality, which you guys know I am all about. Hello, Sarah. Welcome to the show. I am honored to have you here with us. I'm honored to be here and so excited to dive into all of the juice we have in store for your audience today. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us a bit of your story and how you became the embodied coach that you are today? How you came to embrace the spiritual side of you in your business? Yeah, absolutely. So um, some background. I started building a career in corporate um, for five years. And towards the end of that, I started to really realize how unfulfilled I was and how I, I didn't feel like I was actually living my life. And I had this little intuitive nudge that I was supposed to leave and do something greater. But I really had zero plan of what that looked like. But I listened to it and I left my nine to five with having no plan and ended up building um, this incredible legacy called the embodied coach. Um, but before it was that it was a lot of like trial and error. I got introduced to the world of spirituality. I got introduced to the world of masculine and feminine dynamics and things like orgasmic manifestation. Um, it all kind of was, was brought to me and I was called to it. And now I get to be a, a conduit to to teach others how to really use this stuff and use this magic to their own benefit so that they can actually live a life that they want to be living. <laughs> Amazing. So it's like you had a like a spiritual awakening. Absolutely. Yeah, big time. It was um, the biggest one I've had so far was absolutely the moment that I realized that I was not supposed to be at my nine to five anymore. Mm -hmm. um, And that was June of 2018. And entrepreneurship in itself is a spiritual awakening. Like you will go to the depths of your shadows. You will go to all of your corners of yourself to understand who you are and what you're meant to do in this world. Um, and it's all worth it. It's all worth it. Yeah, I feel like 2018 was a weird year for every one of us because same as me, I had like a dark night of the soul in 2018 yeah. and I changed everything and I'm still working on it. But I feel like there's like a generation of women right now finding their true calling in this last couple, maybe three years. Absolutely. Yeah, I think especially too with, um, you know, the pandemic and everything, like people are realizing that they're stable and secure job is not so stable and secure and that um, they're much better off to create something that actually fulfills them and generates uncapped income um, 
yeah, for the, for their life. Like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> the tool of social media these days too, you know? So it's, it's such a great time to, to leverage it and to market yourself on social media. Yeah. And, um, I wanted to ask you because I'm all about energetics and things like this. So how did you come to the energetics of wealth? How did you find out about this? Yeah. So this, this was something definitely downloaded from the divine for me because I realized as I was growing my business and I was reaching a new money milestone, right? Every couple of months, it was like, okay, I signed my first high ticket client. And then I had a $3,000 a month and then a 5,000 and then 10,000. Um, and in September I had a 41,000 month. So it all ultimately came down to like, all right, I'm generating cash flow, right? Like I'm generating money, but behind that money is emptiness, right? Like money is just neutral. It only has power based off of the power that we give it. True. And what I was, I was on the true hunt for was how to actually feel wealthy, how to actually feel abundant. Mm. And the conversation of generating cash flow and generating internal wealth are two different conversations because anyone can easily generate cash flow, right? And right. you can manifest a quick buck. But having an identity of being a wealthy woman and having an embodiment of a wealthy woman is completely different. Um, and I wanted to not just have the cash. I didn't want to just have the money. I wanted to experience the abundance of money and the abundance of wealth. So that's when I explored like the dynamics of, of money and the energy behind it and how I can actually tune into my body to generate the sensations that I want to experience when it comes to having wealth and having money and living prosperously and that sort of thing. So it's like you did some sort of shadow work on yourself to really understand why it wasn't so fulfilling generating this cash flow and not have the feeling in your body of being abundant. Exactly. Yeah. Because the cash, like I said, like it's, it means nothing without the experience, without the sensation. And our we're in a very patriarchal society where it's very like, We want the physical result. We want the tangible results, yeah. right? So the money milestones feed our ego, but what feeds our soul, right? It's exactly. Sensation. <laughs> <laughs> This is so true. And it was hard for me to visualize wealth as something spiritual. But when I came across your, I think it was your Instagram page, I was like, oh, it's amazing how you, you kind of bridge the gap between spirituality and, and business purely. Because as you say, this society views, it's very patriarchal, but we tend to view money as something like not spiritual at all, very tangible, and it doesn't have any emotional connection to it, any soul connection to it. And really, it should have one. Yeah. And there is a huge disconnect between the spiritual world and finances or money and wealth. Um, a lot of spiritual beings were taught to like not charge for their services and that they should, you know, be a minimalist and not have a lot of things, not have a lot of material things. And to me, spirituality is not a box that you put yourself in. To me, spirituality is something that you get to define for yourself. Um, and we don't have to make a vow of poverty anymore. Yes. Yeah. Like 
you're not here like abundance is your birthright you're not here to live in poverty it's it's abusive to your body and soul to live in poverty um and in this lifetime in this human experience it's really important that we actually have the tools and resources to live the life that we want to be living and especially for women spiritual women it is so important that you are the wealthiest version of yourself in this lifetime because when you have money i love this sentence that you wrote the wealthiest worthiest and well fucked version of you and i i love this yeah you get to have it all and and they're all deeply connected you know being wealthy being well fucked and being claiming that you're worthy of it all and this well-fucked part this is so feminine you know like eventually we get to lead in a feminine way so to you how do the dynamics of your relationship to the masculine translate in your business yeah so to me money is the masculine i i allow money to play the role of the masculine because first of all i noticed that how i showed up in relationship to men was exactly how I showed up in relationship to money. I didn't trust money. I didn't feel secure. Money validated me just like I didn't trust men. I felt insecure around men and men validated me. Um, so once I realized that my relationship with money mirrored my relationship with the masculine, I decided to heal my relationship with the masculine. And you get to play the role of the feminine and just like surrender and receive and seduce money into existence rather than like forcing it and pushing it and yeah so for me it's, it's all about receiving it and, and surrendering and letting money penetrate you so you can just really open and receive more of it yeah and i think you said something like healing our pussies so we can receive more love more money more orgasms mm -hmm. yeah well how we receive love and how we receive Um, in sex, right? Yeah. It's a direct reflection of how we're able to receive in our bank accounts because it's the mm. same energy. Mm, wow. So the more, the more you're surrendered and the more you can receive, um, you know, the, the most epic orgasms and the most beautiful lovemaking experiences, the more you're able to expand your capacity to receive money, which is so cool to me. <laughs> it's so amazing because I never thought of comparing money to the masculine. It makes so much sense. I mean, it, it's so like, for, especially for women, right? Because we've had such a disempowered relationship with both money and with men. They're the leading causes of stress for women is finances yeah. and relationships. Um, and so if we can heal those wounds, then we'll be able to actually experience the, the greatness of both men and money. <laughs> I really like that your work has some kind of healing dimension to it, like healing the, like you say, the money won't. And like, I think you said something about the ancestors' trauma as well. Yeah, this is really big, um, particularly around money and women is like, I mean, for centuries, for centuries and centuries, women have been taught to not be trusted with money, to not hold money, to not, um, that they weren't capable of making money, that they were less worthy than of money than men. Um, like so much trauma that has been passed down from generation to generation to generation. And that's still stored in your body. Like even if in this lifetime, like, yeah, you can have your own bank account and you can have your own business, but your mom's generation, probably didn't your grandmother's generation definitely didn't so it's not even that far 
not that long ago that women didn't have the rights that we currently have with money. And so that's still built up trauma in our bodies. True. And also, I think before we were so used to men getting to to lead businesses that they were assumed to, you know, work long hours because they had a woman at home to, you know, take care of the kids, make dinner and everything. And now that we want to have a business, who's taking care of the kids? It's not possible anymore. It doesn't make sense anymore to, I think, work long, crazy hours. It's not a feminine way of doing it. It doesn't make sense to us. Yeah. And the reality is, is like you literally don't have to. Um, I work the least I ever have in my entire life. And I generate more in my business than I ever thought was even possible. Um, So it's just not like how hard you work or how long you work is not a reflection of the amount of money you're capable of making. That's the new paradigm. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's more about how efficient you are, how involved you are in your business. And maybe you have some, I don't know, feminine rituals that help you get into this elevated state of consciousness in order to be super productive. Yeah, so it definitely does have to do with some efficiency and strategy and skill. Um, But it also it it also means like being open to receiving that. Right. Mm -hmm. Because even if you're, for example, working less and you're doing all the right things, but you don't actually feel like it's possible or you don't actually feel worthy of receiving it, then it's probably not going to happen. So, yeah, I have so many juicy feminine rituals to tap in and really just like expand and receive and be present. Um, a lot of sensual practices. So what are your favorite sensual practices? My favorite one is definitely orgasmic manifestation. (laughs) (laughs) I love this. Um, Yeah, which is literally like using your orgasm to, to manifest. It's your creative energy. And when you're in a state of orgasm, you're limitless, right? Like you're not thinking about your fear or your limiting beliefs or your doubt. You're reaching a higher plane of consciousness. Exactly. Yeah. So it's in that state that you can really utilize that time to call in your manifestations. And it's really quantum work. Like the, the amount I've been able to manifest in such a short period of time through my orgasm has just been divine. Amazing. <laughs> <Truly> divine. <laughs> so would you do that in your like self pleasuring sessions or with a partner? Do you have like a preferred situation for this? Yeah. So you can definitely do both. Um, I, if you have a you know conscious partner who you feel incredibly safe with, it will be much more likely that you can actually surrender. But when you're maybe in a partnership and you're up in your head and not in your body, it can be harder to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in a beautiful conscious partnership, so I absolutely have that. And we've participated in tantric um, sex and orgasmic manifestation quite often. But to me, I love practicing even more alone because it's so much more easy to really get into the state of my body and not like thinking, oh, how am I looking or am I doing this right? And you're not thinking about the other person's pleasure either. Exactly. Yeah. So I always say like first starting out, you definitely want to start with solo Mm self-practice just to establish that. And then you can always invite a partner in with you. So how did you learn this? Was it a self-discovery or did you learn from books, from other people? How did you learn this? 
Yeah. So um, my, I guess my guru when it comes to orgasmic manifestation, or sometimes it's called sex magic, is Layla Martin. She is an incredible, um, like, sex icon, honestly, sex, love, and relationship icon. And she teaches a lot about um, sex magic. But for me, I've been able to just incorporate my own different practices based off of, like, what's felt good for me and what's worked for me and, and that stuff. Wow, that's so amazing. And so in regard to your work as a coach, how do you teach? How do you incorporate sexuality in your training? Yeah, I mean, I infuse it in so many different ways. Um, but I'd say relating it back to business is when you're embodied in your sexual energy, you become irresistible. And that's mm. what I've kind of claimed. Like I teach my students how to become irresistible to their desires, how to become irresistible to their clients and, and the money. And, um, and so that's really how I infuse it into business is when you're connected to your pussy, when you're connected to your womb and when you are fully embodied in your sexuality and your sensuality, You can create like never before. You can create your businesses. You can receive the money. Um, and it comes to you with much more ease and, and flow versus like pushing and forcing. Um, and so, and also to, to add on to that too, like we were going, um, talking about earlier, the patriarchy is very future oriented. Yeah. And a lot of women have taken the future orientation of life on, which is not a bad thing. Like I'm all here for setting goals and having these, these big dreams and big visions to like reach. However, where women seem to lose touch with themselves and with the process is not being present. Mm -hmm. And the feminine is so present. The feminine is presence. So, it's beautiful to actually witness my clients like be in, in the journey of their business instead of like be in lack because they have yet to reach a goal. So connecting them back to their self-worth of like, Oh wow. If I am in the present moment, I'm still unconditionally worthy of my desires. And there's actually an abundance of pleasure that I can tap into in this very moment And now their worth is no longer related to the accolades or the achievements that are in the future. Their self-worth is a now experience. Because they're in the present. Exactly. Yeah. So how about if, let's say, if a woman has a trauma of some sort, do you think it could affect her business? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I can't, like, I can't speak to sexual trauma because that's, you know, very, very important to see a specialist on that. But most women have sexual shadow like most of us do and it, it's a form of trauma but it, it just is not as the in-depth type of trauma that some women have experienced a lot of women have experienced mm -hmm. but I, i'd say 90 to 99% of women have sexual shadow which means that they are disempowered in their sexuality So how can they be fully expressed in their sexuality how can they feel safe in embodying it if they've been told for so long that it's a bad thing Yeah, it makes so much sense. And myself, I've listened to so many personal development podcasts, business podcasts, spiritual podcasts, and the common denominator seems that from what I understand, having a business is like working on yourself and your business can only be as big as 
as much you're willing to heal, if it makes sense. Oh my God, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's the fast track to a spiritual awakening, you know, and, and if you're not willing to explore your shadows, then your capacity is going to be fairly low to what you're able to create because your shadows and your traumas and your triggers, like those are all things that get to be healed in order for you to like be fully expressed and to receive more and to love yourself more and to love life more. I absolutely love that statement you just made that uh, having a business is the fast track to a spiritual awakening. That's such a beautiful conclusion. So Sarah, thank you so much for your insight. Can you tell our listeners where they can find you and how they can connect with you? I guess um, if you guys want to um, check me out on Instagram, I am at Sarah Rose underscore D. I'm sure the information will be in the podcast somewhere. In the show notes. In the show notes. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, feel free to check me out. I love when you guys connect with me in the DMs. So feel free to reach out in the DMs and let me know how I can be of service to you. Um, yeah. And if there's any questions, because I know we went into some pretty deep stuff pretty quickly, like feel free to ask. I can talk about this <laughs> stuff forever. <laughs> Sarah, thank you so much for being our guest today. This was so enlightening. You guys make sure to follow Sarah on her Instagram, sarahrose underscore D. I hope this episode has served you. If you've enjoyed it, I would be so grateful if you could take a moment of your time to leave us a five-star review. It helps me so much with creating more content for you guys. It helps the podcast grow. And you could as well take a screenshot of this episode, post it on your Instagram story, and of course, tag us. We are at Spiritual Slut Podcast on Instagram. I look forward to see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Mwah. <laughs>